Welcome to God Mode Unlocked, episode 99, where E3, the three months of E3, have continued. Uh, so in this episode, we got Devolver's show, Ubisoft show, news about Xbox's show, Ninja news, the Batman news, TikTok, all sorts of good stuff. So let's start with Devolver, who, in my opinion, literally revealed the next gen of E3. Yeah. Because yeah. this whole, we released a game that is actually our show thing yeah. was brilliant. Yeah. It was I, absolutely I, I brilliant. literally just watched it about 30 seconds ago. And, you know, I I sort of shot to the back, to, to the very end, because I, I, you know, I just wanted to see what they closed yeah. with. And when I saw this, I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, this is this is genius. I mean, if, you know, rather than just having, like, now, are demos of the games, of their other games, inside this game? No. Um, there are, they did release three demos on Steam. Yeah. For three of their games. Oh, okay. Uh, but that would be the next level. Yeah, see, to, like that's what I thought. I thought they were giving you sort of in the game a, a, an expo at home. That, that's a game. So it kind of is where you play the demos within the game. The demos aren't there, but everything else is. See, that's what they got so, here next year. So they made it. I played it the whole way through, and they did a way better job than I possibly even could have imagined. Because yeah. a, they couldn't have been planning this until like two, three months ago. So they made this thing. And, you know, this all just happened, E3 being canceled and stuff very yeah. recently. Yeah, that's true. I didn't even think of that. Um, so you play the game and you have snuck into the arena where the show is supposed to happen. And there's all these robots, security bots floating around that you have to avoid. So yeah. you're kind of like, it's like, you have to, there is like, there is like an actual video game aspect to it. And so you go to, you can go to each game's booth. Yeah. And they have different decorations and stuff. But then there's there's a big screen in every booth where you can watch the trailer, the new trailer well, for the cool. game. So the trailers were there. The, the next year they got to make it so you can play the demo. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Within I don't the game. think there is. Because that would be that would just be amazing. But there's a final boss fight. Like there's an actual like boss yeah. fight. And then here was the what I liked the most about it. So a, let's not forget that in my opinion, Devolver's lineup here is actually really good. Yeah. In my opinion. Um, but within the game, there's all these collectibles that you can find, secret, hidden secrets. Yeah. And when you find them all, you get concept art for three unannounced games that they have in development. Wow. Which was like another, just another level of like, yeah. they took an old school like collectible type yeah. approach. And then like, oh, here's, you know, if you collect all the, the collectibles, you get this concept other art for supers. three unannounced yeah. games. Wow. Which was just like... That's such a good idea. Yeah, I felt like like as a fan, I felt like like so this like this is so awesome. They are, I mean, they're creatively they are just on another level. Oh, they really are. I mean, they make great great they make great games, but I just think to myself like, what if their games were even better? Yeah, like triple like, A. Like, I I don't think I want them to do triple A. Well, no, but. And yeah, this is going to be hard to say because I don't want to. It really is going to come off. Their games like are kind a, of niche. It's going to be a backhanded compliment almost, uh, or maybe it is. But like, they're so creative in how they market yeah. their games. Yeah. Like, they're they're actual games, and they're great games. Oh yeah. They're without a doubt, great games. But like, I feel like the games can't even keep up with the, the marketing almost the overshadows market. yes. the game. Yeah. Yeah. I get what you're saying. Um, like, I think anything short of basically everything, Nintendo or something. Everything with them is tongue in, is tongue in cheek. Yeah. 
Like the game, I think they called a first-person marketing simulator. And whenever you would watch, do something in the game, yeah. it would literally, like a big thing pops up on the screen, you know, marketing achievement unlocked. Like they're literally just like flat out admitting like, yeah, this is our marketing. I feel like, and it's kind of shocking when you think about it, I feel like they're the, the sort of the first and only company to truly like embrace internet culture. Oh yeah, I agree. Like it's the sort of like, I don't know, the trollish nature yeah, of memes. the internet. Yeah, 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 those, yeah exactly. And, and like everything they do is like a meme or, yeah. or, or just, you know, it, it just fits so perfectly. Buy with, our game, with, get a free copy of With the internet culture. Yeah. And, and they're the only ones. I mean, when, yeah. you, when you look at like a Microsoft presentation, yeah. it looks completely out of touch oh, by yeah. comparison. Yeah. Completely or out Sony of touch. Or Sony. Yeah. 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 Anybody that well, carts. corporate. Any, yeah. Anybody that carts out like some old guy. Yeah. Onto a stage. Ubisoft just, today. Oh, let me tell you about our fantastic products. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, they were doing that in 1920. Right. Know, it's 2020, <laughs> you know. Speaking of fantastic products, this is what was even, to me, this was this was their lineup. Shadow Warrior 3. I just played Shadow Warrior 2, by the way. Uh, Serious Sam 4, which comes out next month. Uh, Carrion, which comes out in literally a week. That's that, like, horror game where you play as the... Yeah. Um, Fall Guys, which was big hit at PAX East, that comes out in August. Blightbound, which is the new game from the people who made uh, Awesome Knots, that 2D MOBA, that comes out next month. So there's three games that are literally all coming out within the next two months. Yeah. Then they had another Weird West, this game, Elijah or whatever it's called, which is for PC and Switch. They had these three concept arts. Um, it was just, a, it was all around, like, not only a great lineup, but just the way they presented it, the game within the oh, game yeah. thing. Um, did but, you did you see the my crazy uncle that works at Nintendo yes, bit? Yes. <laughs> that liked, was great. I liked how they, they completely ripped off Nintendo's Direct yeah, like, yeah. format completely. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that was that was that was really brilliant. They are the only company, so they publish games. Oh, and by the way, I on think, the Switch, I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna get a tattoo of the future's future is canceled. <laughs> yeah, um, the the they publish games on Switch, and here they are in their big conference. Literally, who has the balls to bash Nintendo yeah. in front of all those people, yeah. like digital, you know, viewers? <laughs> well, no, I like just, like. like like, you know, some other company or developer or publisher yeah. would not do that. No. No way. No. It's just... And I love it. I love it. Uh, so I'll be playing, like, almost all these games. Literally. Yeah. Uh, Serious no, Sam. Well, care, I'm going to... After the show, I'm going to go download, uh, you know, the Expo game. The yeah. Expo Land. It takes, like, 20 minutes. It's yeah. really... It's funny. Um, Carrium is on Game Pass day one, by the way. So oh, another another good. That's on It's next cool week. that they're they're still picking up third party titles for, for for yeah you know launch into Game Pass. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Devolver just pretty much anything they do at this point to me is like like I hate to hold them to a high standard. Yeah. But they're like the Michael Jordan of, of being they of really great marketing. Are, I mean, like every time you think they've peaked, it's like, oh, here they go again. Like, know, a, here's our E3 conference in playable game format. If they had just, you know, played it safe and carted out their. It's CD, still a great lineup. Well, well, yeah. But I mean, they would probably get lost in the, the wash of Yeah, things. yeah. I if if they saying. play it safe and just cart out their CEO like yeah. everybody else does, they, they would just get lost yeah. like everybody else. 
But that's never been there. But they ticket. they stand out so far by because the way, of their brilliance. Their CEO is just, fictional, by the way. Brilliant. That Fork Parker guy, he's not real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so great. Yeah, not, exactly. Their CEO doesn't exist. <laughs> Who else would do that? The future's future. Um, and it's so funny because reading their book, like everything that they do, like it all makes, as you read this book, which tells their history of kind of where they all, like the, the key players came from. Because yeah. a lot of them go back to like uh, like id Software, 3D Realms in the 90s, like, you know, way back. And uh, it, all their bad experiences with big publishers and stuff led them down this path of like, just screw it. Like, we're just going to... We're just going to do it and yeah. screw it. You know, yeah. like, whatever. Who cares? We have, because all, all the other companies tur- you know, turned out badly. Yeah. So they're like, screw it. Just yeah. do whatever the hell yeah. we want. And it's amazing. It is. So, uh, you know, we were really hoping that uh, Microsoft, the big Xbox game showcase, was going to be, we're going to be able to cover it for uh, episode 100. That will not be the case. Oh. It'll, it'll be episode 101 for us. Yeah. But it's wonderful gonna, 101. It's going to be, yeah. It's going to be uh, July 23rd at 9 a.m. I think that's... I can't remember if that's Pacific. 9 a.m. Pacific, yeah. Um, so that's a, yeah, that's a Thursday. I took the day off. So I'm going like, to watch that'll it. That'll be like noon, right? Live, yeah. Yeah. And uh, there's rumors going around that the initiative is not coming now. The initiative is not coming. Uh, well, okay. So I have a theory They can still this. show a CG trailer. I have or a just theory. even a logo. I have a theory on this. And I think... If Silent Hill is really real and yeah. it's at Sony and it's being developed and yeah. they withheld that from their yeah. show, I'm starting to wonder if that's why Microsoft's yeah. gonna withhold this from yeah. their show. Like because you know they're they're waiting for Sony to show their big game and then yeah. they're gonna go okay, well, you know, yeah. you got that, well we got this. I mean I could totally see so the, the way these rumors whenever I hear a rumor, I always think back to like at what long what part of this rumor could be right and which part could be wrong. Yeah. So maybe the initiative is not coming. Mm-hmm. But Microsoft, if it's if, let's say it's perfect dark, they could very easily just show a literally a 30 second trailer where like, you know, like Shadow comes in, and then that's the perfect dark logo. Yeah. 2023. Whatever year it's coming out, you know, the initiative logo. That's it. You know. They could do that. Or like you said, there's there is a rumor that Jeff Grubb guy who seems to know everything all yeah. of a sudden. Um, said that both Microsoft and Sony are holding back games to show a little bit down the road. Not even that long. Yeah. Just, just, just maybe a few months. And you know, when you stop, like and, around launch when you stop and think about it, it, it kind of makes sense because especially if, the, if they are confident in Halo. Yeah. And, you know, and Fable. And, and yeah. And since Halo is going to be right around the corner yeah. at this point, literally, like I can see them like, being, like, Four months. I can completely see them being like, okay, well, we don't want to do anything to take the spotlight yeah. off of Here's Halo. Here's our next big FPS. Yeah, so like make Halo just completely front and center yeah. here just just to make sure. Because it, it is so close. Yeah. It's so close yeah. to launch. Like we need to hype this game now. Yeah, yeah you know? for real. For real. <laughs> the time is now. Yeah, so I, I get it. I get it. I, I kind of think you probably won't see the initiatives game until after Halo now. Yeah, I mean, especially if it is a, a shooter, which I'm kind of assuming it's first or third person shooter, one way or another, yeah. especially if it's Perfect Dark. But yeah. even if it's not, I think it's going to be an action or shooter of some kind. Um, 
Yeah. That and that's that's probably, that's why they've alternated, you know, Halo and Gears for years, is so they don't yeah. to eat off Clash. each other. Yeah. yeah. So here's a here's a big one that also involves Microsoft. So there's four key players who have expressed interest in buying Warner Brothers game division, which includes what? Rocksteady, NetherRealms, a uh, bunch of others. Yeah. I mean, whatever comes with Warner Brothers. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yes, and we'll get the, we'll, the big we'll get fish. The big fish are Rocksteady and NetherRealms. And, yeah, yeah. And and the Montreal Studio, whatever it's going by now. Yeah. Um, they have a few others. Yeah, there are a few others. I'm, I know I'm forgetting like one or two other yeah. big ones. Um, but yeah, anybody that gets it is going to get a lot of talent. Yeah, for sure. I think sure. it's like 10, I think it's 10 studios in total. It's probably right. If most of them are probably smaller. Yeah, but. most of them are probably small, but at like at least four or five are yeah. pretty big. Uh, something to keep in mind here that people often mistake is that just because they're buying, whoever buys Warner Brothers does not get, for example, the Batman license. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't uh, work like yeah, that. Some people think it does work like that, but this will not work like that. So there's four key players uh, who've expressed interest in buying Warner Brothers games. Microsoft, EA, Activision, and Take-Two. And you sent me a really interesting poll. Was that from Reset? Yes, Reset Error. And it was, uh, what was it? Who do you want or who do you not want? Who do you want who do, and, to, to purchase them? And Microsoft. Who do you think would be best? I think Microsoft was. was by far Microsoft the winner. Microsoft was overwhelmingly. Right? On an anti-Microsoft forum. Yeah. Um, well, and a lot of a lot of the posts, if you read them, yeah, we're like, I don't want any of these people to buy them. But yeah, yeah. If someone amongst these four, it has sounds to, to me buy like Warner's gonna sell one way or another. Like, that's just oh yeah, in, inevitability. Oh, it, it, yeah, it seems like it's that, at some point that is gonna happen. Now, yeah. Who? And, and you know, I've heard um, I've heard a lot of people online saying you know Microsoft does have the inside track. Yeah. So. And you know, like Microsoft themselves have said, they're not done buying. I think, so. as I say, I think Phil. I think it was Phil, but it might have been somebody else at Xbox. Very recently, came out and said Microsoft has not sent a single solitary, like, like even like air in the wind for us to slow down, to yeah. like stop buying, stop investing. So. That had to be a reason for them yeah. to say that. Can you imagine if they get rock steady and. Like if they get rock steady and then they can infuse them with you know basically like a almost like a unlimited budget. To to me to me the bigger one was uh, was actually uh, Nether Realms because that I think that would permanently cement Killer Instinct. Yeah, that's what I was just Killer thinking. Killer Instinct would be an ongoing. Well, and I was just thinking like yeah, like they, a huge. They want to get Mortal Kombat or they want to get Batman, but would they get Mortal Kombat? That's a good question. I mean, it'd be probably in the details of the deal. Yeah. Now, who they else got, would keep it? Who would keep that yeah. license? It's their well, license, I mean, right? Couldn't WB keep it? I mean, but they don't. It, it is a video game property, though. It's not like it's a. Yeah. But, whereas, like Batman, Batman is a you know television movies. But and I know Mortal Midway, Kombat technically is Midway well. used to own Mortal Kombat, yeah, and yeah, then you're right. WB bought it. Okay. So WB would own it now. Would, I would they think sell they it? Would part, yeah, I would think that one. They with the studio, I, I mean, would think you would hope. Why would why would why would Warner Brothers want to retain? Because even if they wanted to make a movie or show, they could just work that into the deal. Well, because it's, well, it is a major property. That's what I. But but if they're not gonna make games, I feel like if they really were interested in you know, 
I feel like what they can what, just work it into the deal that whoever buys it, you can't. Well, I feel like work. Warner Brothers has looked at things and they just decided, well, we, you know, we got good properties, but we don't want to take the risk that maybe the development, maybe yeah, maybe the developer makes a bad game, you yeah. know, with our good property, could be, and we lose money. So yeah. why don't we get rid of these studios and then we'll just hire? Wasn't Warner Brothers like insanely in debt? Isn't this like a yeah like they're being yeah. forced well, basically it's like not, you have to sell something. It's actually Warner Brothers is owned by AT and T, and AT and T is like insanely in debt. yeah insanely and yeah. like two hundred and fifty billion or more. Yeah. Might even be more than that. It might be like four hundred billion. It's 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 a lot. Yeah. So like you know this is only gonna be a drop in the bucket. That's what I mean. Like, but, but I feel like to appease their investors, this yeah. is kind of like a yeah we did something. I mean they might get like four to ten billion or yeah. something for this, but you know, compared to how much they owe. Like, yeah, you're right. Still right. a long way to go. But if they sold the properties, well, yeah. spe- like, like one like Mortal Kombat, yeah. like I, like obviously they're going to retain the others, but, um, but yeah, I mean, if they sold Mortal Kombat to Microsoft yeah. with nether with nether realms, well, I think that would suddenly create an issue for Microsoft because do you really need two fighting games? Do they really need Halo gears and perfect dark? Yeah, I guess that's true. But they, I feel like the I feel like fighters are different. And yeah, fighters you and, really only need one. Well, and Mortal Kombat. I mean, Mortal Kombat. Doesn't Namco have Soul Calibur? Yeah, I mean a lot of Jap. Yeah, but that's different though. Like you're talking a first party versus yeah a Japanese yeah. third party. Yeah. Um, and Mortal Kombat is by far the sales king. I mean, it's not even close. Yeah. Like, Mortal Kombat has just ran away with it. With um, fighters? Yeah. So Which really pains me, because I really think those games have been trashed. Yeah, it's I don't, like the Super Nintendo. I, I mean, like they're kinda interesting for like five minutes. Yeah. You know, like just to see like what the fatalities are this year or whatever. I hate they're so cheesy. Yeah. Like but it, I, hate I, I just it. think the I think the animations and everything are the thing that I can't stand about. Yeah. You know, like I feel like the characters are so stiff. They e- are. Even even I now. Think. Even now they're they're so stiff and I just yeah I don't really care for it. Yeah. Um, what what scares me about this, and I think that's that was my response to that you when you sent me that poll is, you look at these other develop these other publishers, and you know maybe that's why some of them are looking at we need to acquire more developers, but all three of them have completely destroyed the development side of their business. You got EA which is being held up literally by Madden, FIFA, and Respawn. Yeah. Respawn. Apex Legends, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Yep. That's they killed everything else. Completely agree. Activision, Activision. killed They're everything probably even else. worse. Yeah, they they they're, they're only held up by one franchise. Call of Duty basically. and remakes of Spyro and Crash. Yeah. And then Take Two. You look at Take Two. All Take Two has anymore. Uh, Rock or um, they Rockstar. got Rockstar who produces yeah. one game a generation. That's uh, it. Well, and they they have the basketball. Well, well, yeah. Yeah, they've got two, the 2K games, yeah. they, they, which are successful. That's true. But but when you look at it, like when you compare it to like two generations ago, yeah, it is scary. These develop these publishers used to put out like a dozen games a year. Yeah, it is. And scary. for a while, all of them were putting out pretty good games. Yeah, like it's kind of sad, honestly. When when EA was cranking out like Mass Effect and Dead Space, and you know, like that was a yeah. good time for EA. It's kind and of there's way. It's really kind that. of sad, honestly, because. Yeah. I mean, Battlefield yeah, has fallen off the map. You got I mean, you got indie developers. I feel like you only have you have your indie games, 
and then you have like just a handful of triple A games. Yeah. Like that's it. Yeah. That's all you got anymore. Yeah. And most of the most of the triple A games are just sequel after sequel after sequel yeah. after sequel. Like, yeah. And that's it. That's all you gotta choose from. Yeah. And it's just kinda I don't know. That's definitely how these three are operating. It's just so sad. It's you've got your two big games and that's all I you mean, get from us. I honestly wonder if maybe if things continue on like this where development continues to get more expensive and the selection of games continues to drop and it's just constant uh you know sequels yeah i mean are we headed for a gaming crash i mean i mean so the thing is is that there are a good amount of double a like like there's tons of indies which are really good and there are a good amount of double a games as well but i think the problem with double like like what we refer to as double A's. I mean, there's a lot of really good ones. Yeah. But they often get like, they try to, a lot of them try to walk a weird line. Yeah. Because you can't, you're making more than an indie exactly. game. So the budget is bigger, exactly. but it's not as big as the AAA. Well, yeah. So and, you can't compete with that. I think there's the issue. I think there's the issue. It, you know, like when, when what we consider AAA franchises yeah. now, when they were starting out, when they were basically double A games, yeah, they could just naturally progress up yeah. to triple A. Yeah. But I feel like there's been a conscious decision, like, no, double A games need to stay double A games. Yeah. And that well, is for budgetary reasons. Yeah, exactly. But that creates a, a really weird rub where like they can't really progress. Yeah. They can't really become that much more. Well, you can't look at you can't look at as a developer. You can't say like, "Hey, I want to make an Uncharted game, but on half the budget." Yeah. You can't do it. You yeah. can't. I want to make a God of War, but with one third of the budget. Yeah. You can't, it's impossible. You, yeah. you have to do it much differently. I mean, I think if you go back and you look at Uncharted One, yeah, you can you can reasonably call that like a honestly like a double A game. Do you remember the story of Uncharted One? No, that's really bad. Um, but all, <laughs> that's why. Yeah. And you know what I remember about it? I remember that everywhere you went looked like exactly the same. Yeah. Like you you went to this one level and everything in that level looks exactly the same yeah. the entire way through the level. And you know, like, so but then I you think... you compare that to like four and obviously the huge progression. Okay. And I feel like. Double A games, they're not allowed to do that. Like well, because of budget. Yeah, yeah. because it's of budget. They're not like they've set out that, okay, this is what it is and this is all it can be. Yeah. Yeah. And I just think that's a kind of a dangerous thing to do. It well, and that's why it's it's often easier to just say, like, hey, we're gonna make a smaller scale indie game for one one hundredth of that price, just two or three of us, and yeah. it's gonna be great. Like yeah. it's gonna be great. It's not gonna have any flaws, you know. Um, I think this is. I can't stop thinking about this now that I mentioned it. I'm pretty sure it was either it's either during Uncharted One or after Uncharted One. Towards the very end, Uncharted One took a supernatural turn. Do you remember? Did you play Uncharted One all the yeah. way through? Yeah. Uh, I got right to the end and then I stopped playing. It took an, a supernatural <laughs> where you were fighting like supernatural enemies. Yeah, I think I remember hearing that. And then they either retconned it after the game. Came up with like yeah, I, I or I I or that. it was it was so wonky that like literally in like the final cutscene they said like oh that was all like a a vision or you something like that it wasn't know? real like it like it was just 
They obviously threw it totally now out. That like, I, they're like, this didn't work. This now, is, now that I think about it, Tomb Raider did the exact same thing. In the, <laughs> but it even makes more sense within Tomb Raider, I yeah. think. Um, Tomb Raider has taken a really weird direction the last yeah. five years. Did it's, they ever go back to, like, supernatural stuff, too, or... Uh, I think so. Yeah. And it was really bizarre. I remember playing the first new Tomb Raider. I thought the first one was excellent. So did I. And I was like, wow, they did a much better job yeah, well, than I expected. And then I was excited for the second one. And then I played the, the second, second one, and I was like, what yeah. the hell is this? There yeah. was supernatural crap going on. Yeah, and, I, I, I got to uh, agree. I, I tried the second one, and I was just like, why did I? It was like I... Laura Croft was saving our, the whole world. I was like, I, I remember I loved this game the, the first time through, but yeah. it was just so stale by the yeah. second time. And the, yeah, this gameplay formula was exactly the same. Yeah, exactly. Um, so moving on to Ubi's, oh no, 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 let's talk, this one, this one was straight out of left field for me. So Sony had, was, had been mentioned. Oh God. Sony, there's a company <laughs> called Lelu uh, that this is, this is later in Godspeed stories, but I'm going to go over it. So these are the people that make Warframe, which has become a really popular game as a service and developer called Splash Damage. And I can't remember quite what they make, but I think they made uh, Gears Tactics. Yeah. And I think they made one of the Halo remakes as well. So they're a decent developer. Um, but anyway, Sony and Tencent were in negotiations to buy this Lelu company. Uh, Tencent won out and is now in ex- an exclusive negotiation. So Sony misses the boat. But Sony then went and invested $250 million in Epic which is a 1.4% stake in their ownership. And I just before I say anything, you know, what, what what did you make of this? What are your thoughts? Um well, I I don't know. I was all was over this, the board on it. Was this was I don't know what what part of this was in um Godspeed stories. Just the 10 cent buying Leilu thing. I think it makes sense why Epic was hyping up PS5 <laughs> so much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, you know, yeah. Like, I mean, Tim Sweeney already hates Microsoft. Yeah. So to get two hundred fifty million dollars to yeah. do what he was going to do for free. Yeah. Like. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, brilliant business deal. <laughs> He's like, of course. But uh, I guess, I guess, what I don't, I do understand it, and I don't. So like, and, it, and this is just another moment where I see like more and more Sony and Microsoft just completely dive diverging in strategy yeah you know microsoft is very much investing in creative you know like buying developers buying building infrastructure yeah and here's sony buying giving 250 million dollars in capital which is enough to to probably develop two triple a games yeah at least or develop by a decent sized studio Mm -hmm. to epic a company who at this point like I consider to be on their way to being as big as Sony someday. Yeah, at least. Um, I kind of consider Epic to be like kind of already up there, except Epic is not, you know, in the cameras and computers and phones and. Um, I, so I could see like I could see Sony making a return on investment in this mm-hmm. in the long run. Oh, absolutely. You know, so th- from that perspective, I get it. Like, Epic's a pretty good bet. Like you're gonna, you know, this is a safe bet for Sony. But they don't get anything for this, really. They'll get a return on investment, but they don't get anything. It's kind of strange. Yeah. Well, here's my... 1%? Like, 1%? You know who owns 40% of them, by the way? Tencent. Tencent. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So what's going to... I mean, we know Sony games are coming to PC. 
do you think we'll see some sort of tie-up where Sony games come to PC only on Epic? But that, it, it very well could, and that would make sense now, but... I think it would be weird. That's something, that's like, that's like paying, we're paying Epic to get our games, which they would want anyway. Yeah. Like, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's that. But, well, do you think they could get some sort of maybe special treatment? Well, I'm sure, because, but what more do they want? I mean... Completely waive the... Epic's already giving developers or publishers, whatever, 90% yeah. of, of... Well, what if they get... 99 or 100 yeah i mean i, I but it's 100 percent. i mean i i mean it's just odd yeah the, the, i mean it's not odd from a business perspective because like they're going to get return on yeah. investment i get it well i mean think about it but from a strategic standpoint it almost seems like somebody was like given just like was burning to spend 250 million they're like ah yeah Epic's a good bet. Give it to them. Well, I mean, if, if and it you, is, but. yeah, if you want a good return on your investment, maybe. Well, I mean, I guess it really depends if if the Epic Store ever really takes off. Yeah. I mean, that's really not assured yet. Is yeah. That, do you think? I mean, what? I think it's established itself well enough. You think already. so? Yeah. Like, I, I think it's going to be. Around I almost for a bought. While. I almost bought a game on on. I almost bought a GTA Five. Yeah. For my PC. Yeah. And then I realized, wait a minute, I already own it for free on Epic. Yeah. Uh, but I just, I never, yeah. I, I don't even think I, can you download the Epic Store? Oh yeah, it's a launcher just like Steam. Didn't even know that. Yeah. Because I don't care. Yeah. I, don't I mean, I've played a bunch of games on Epic. It's still not my, you know, I much prefer Steam personally. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I got control on there for like 15 bucks. Yeah. Like, if that's where the good price is, that's where I'm going to go, you know? Well, may, I mean, do you think it's possible that? You know, Sony and Epic got talking, and they're like, "Well, you know, if you waive the ten percent, we'll we'll make an investment in you." Possible, you know, it's possible. And then, and then, because then they both get quite a lot of what they want. I yeah, mean, they get more Epic, games. Epic will get some serious exclusives. Yeah, PC you know, exclusives. PC exclusives. Yeah. You know, um, people that just don't want to buy a PS5 or yeah. PS4 or whatever. Can now just get Sony games on PC. Yeah, and and Sony, you know, they'll get a, a better return on their money. Yeah. Even. So I don't know. It yeah. I mean, to, really... to, to me the to me the clear winner in this is is Epic. I mean, they got two hundred fifty oh, million bucks, and I mean, you know, I, I like I said, I don't think it's a bad move for Sony. It, it was just one where I was just kind of like, yeah, it wasn't really. If if Sony had announced what what you were kind of speculating yeah. about with it, I'd say, oh, brilliant move. Yeah. You know, but that's not what. But at, at, but on the other side of it, like, why would you go to PC and then not be available like everywhere? Everywhere, yeah. yeah. That's what Microsoft a, was criticized for for years was yeah. forcing Windows Store and. I mean, it just sort of defeats the point. I think. Yeah. So I mean, I guess we'll have to wait and see what happens. Yeah. If Sony continues to release on Steam or do they go Epic exclusive? I mean, the more you think about what you're saying, I mean, it would make because what I'm sure what Epic would do on their side is they're gonna they're gonna help market these games, yeah. which is gonna benefit Sony. Yeah. And, and, so and then you know the better Epic does, the more money in return. Right. Sony's gonna get the more via games sales sell. and their right. investment in right. Epic itself. So, right. so I mean both sides will win. Yeah, that's a good I that's a good theory. So I mean I guess we'll see what happens. God mode moment. Yeah. Perhaps. Um, so now let's move on to the Ubisoft show, which I almost don't even want to talk <laughs> before the show I Matt and I sat down for a minute and 
I was like, did you watch the Ubisoft show? And he's like, no, and I didn't even know it was happening. And that's pretty much how, I mean, I didn't watch it. I was at work. And you know why that is? Because they card out an executive in a suit, and he says, oh, welcome. I'd like to welcome you. I can't, I can't think of a developer or publisher, I guess I should say, that started this gen so strong Yeah. and, in my opinion, is ending it so Oof. weak. Oof. Like, there was some real feel. Like, what they did with Rainbow Six Siege early yeah. on was a huge success. Uh, in fact, I would go so far. The as, Division was a pretty big success. I would success. go so far to say they were trailblazers in how games were developed and marketed. Well, definitely on console. This generation, yeah. yeah. Like, like you make one game for yeah. the generation, yeah. and then you just support that thing you know, yeah. the, the entire way. Yeah. And, like, that was genius. And they really were the kind of the first to really push that yeah. across their across all games basically yeah. well they made a division two they yeah made and they, two did, ghost recons. they did make another but that ghost. that's that's part of what my point is is like so they had a runaway success with rainbow six siege using that model that you just described yeah and then you know a few years went on and and the division made a pretty good splash yeah it wasn't perfect but no game is they built it built it well now we're going to make division two well, Why do you we, think that we had was? a new Ghost Recon. Well, we're going to make another one. I mean, Ghost, Ghost Recon. I mean, okay, Ghost Recon. The whole direction they went with that franchise makes no sense. Ghost Recon is Zero. the m- most single-player centric of all. I mean, it's it's very multiplayer. I realize that. It was literally multiplayer only when it came out. What's that? Do you remember Ghost Recon? Oh, the original? Yeah. Well, yeah, but I mean... On, there was no single player. But the the Wildlands one. You can yeah. play that single yeah. player. Well, there is no multiplayer. Yeah, but there's co-op. Right. Um. So, but, I mean, that's the most single player. So yeah. I can see why they would be like, okay, well, you know, you know, that, that supporting it throughout the generation doesn't really make sense with this yeah. game because it's it's sort of a single player you, you go through the narrative but so we we need to like create a sequel so many other co-op games though the division have, two i don't understand I, I don't get that the division two uh i would argue that splinter cell is the perfect single player franchise yeah. for tom the tom Clint. they're not touching that yeah, well, but what so I'm today, saying is... So Ghost Recon, I, I just don't get... I know, I don't since, really don't understand. Since Ghost Recon so, like, I, I, I get it's got... It's very co-op focused, but yeah. it's still the most single player. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, there's, yeah. a, there's a story, you go through yeah. the story, that's it. I get why they would feel the need to make a sequel, but The Division, I don't understand. Yeah. Like, how much of that is narrative? Like... I mean, it's an MMO-style game. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's really multiplayer focused right i mean it's an mmo style game it, it, it's an ongoing world game yeah, as a service so, so narrative is being told but it's not a game that you yeah play through the campaign and stop you so, continue yeah, that one that one i don't understand you get why gear they, for your character i don't and, understand why they made division two so quickly but everything else they they just like uh, for honor or rainbow six you know like yeah you get one game this generation yeah, for honor is another great one yeah um, and that that game really struggled out of the gates. Really struggled. I feel like it made a like a, it made a decent sized splash, and then it struggled. Yeah. And then they've slowly built it back up. And that's yeah, and that's what I, that's the point I was getting to is it struggled, but they they stuck with it and yeah. they turned it into a success. Right. And, and that to me is sort of the narrative of what they did this generation. Yeah. 
but, but I think the tragedy of it is, is they themselves like found a model of with those two games of success, yeah. and then they're like, yeah, we're not gonna do that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. makes no sense. Let Let's talk about what they showed and then what they didn't show. Um, they showed Far Cry Six. I know there's a lot of fans of this franchise. I'm so over this franchise. Um, oh, yeah. The new one's got Giancarlo Esposito, which is the, you know, the bad guy from Breaking Bad, who everybody loves. Yeah. It's releasing in 2021. Guess what? Showed no gameplay. You got a CG trailer. This yeah. is a franchise that... This Far Cry is another Far Cry. Well, that's the thing, though. It was like Far Cry was one of the original graphical showcase games. That's true. So here's a next-gen... Far Cry. I mean, it was right there. And what do they show us? It was really right there with Crisis. It was know, before back in Crisis. The day. Yeah. It was the predecessor to Crisis. Yeah, but I mean, like a lot of people sort of thought of it like, okay, there's Crisis and there's Far Cry. Yeah, like, yeah. They were, they were almost they were almost competing. Yeah, as far as like, you know, like, wow, graphics, yeah. you know. Um, and we got a CG trailer. But yeah, and, it's, and that goes back to what we were just saying, like how, it, you know, all we get is sequels. So yeah. like, it almost just feels like like they're like, oh yeah, you know, I mean, I'm sure you already knew this, but we're putting on another Far Cry game. And, like, and, I mean, and they've 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 done really good with their villains. You know, that's kind of become like the yeah. each game has it. But at this point, it feels like okay, who are we gonna who are we gonna parade out as our big villain this time? Yeah. The last Far Cry game, the actually the two Far Cry games that I hear the most about uh, in the past five six years are the games that broke that model, and that's Blood Dragon. And uh, Primal. Primal was, you know, totally different. Blood Dragon was totally different. Yeah. Uh, so uh, that didn't excite me. A new Watch Dogs for the new generation. Uh, they showed a trailer for that. They announced that Hyperscape, the new Battle Royale that they just, uh, you know, just announced a few weeks ago. Two, two weeks ago, I think, is now an open beta, so everybody can play it. It's basically out there for good now, which is great for them the new game it's out sure cool yep and then they showed you know the new assassin's creed which again you know what time period are we going to parade people through this year guys you know like just i i i it, it was it was the most like like you've been describing for the past few weeks the most like that feeling of whenever you got to an e3 conference and the company just showed you what you already knew it was they were going to yeah. have yeah they, Ubisoft has become that company, and it's a shame because for a while it looked like they were going to be a really exciting company. When they were, when they did, yeah, they had mm-hmm. Siege, they had the Division. The games missing from this show, I mean, Beyond Good and Evil Two, missing. Yeah. Uh, Skull and Bones, which a lot of people were excited about, missing. I mean, you know, I gotta say, Assassin's Creed just, I, I, I can't, I just can't do it anymore with, no, that, with that franchise. The thing that really annoys me the most about it is it's it's like they, they change the hat on the character. And yeah. Like, oh, okay. You know, That's what I mean. Like, where are we going like, to send them this like, year, guys? Literally, literally, it's just a, it's the same game with a different motif. Yeah. And, and, like, when you look at the character, they that's what they're doing is it's the same character with a different motif. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah, different props. Yeah. And I I can't stand that. Like... Because it's 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 
That's yeah. exactly the issue. <laughs> like, you know, like, so, so you and, know, and they literally do that for the characters and, the, and shove it in your face. And I heard this, the one that came out, I don't think it was last, maybe it was last year or two years ago, Odyssey or whatever. Yeah. Whatever the most recent one is. Yeah. I heard that that's probably like the best game in the series, that it advanced this franchise in, in a lot of ways. It did look good. But it's still, again, it's that same thing where at this point I'm just like, I really don't care. Like, yeah. that's nice. Cool. Yeah, now we're doing Vikings. What would I, what, right. What would I rather play? Like, God of War? Or Devil May Cry or Assassin's Creed. You know, not Assassin's Creed. And the thing is, but it's still at the core. It's the same thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, I just wish to at least do the story differently, rather than it. You know, basically being the same character set in different know time periods. Why they can't? Why don't they do like an actual modern day? Assassin's Creed. Oh, that would be cool. Where you're no longer using these stupid blades and swan diving yeah. into hay bales. Yeah. Just a totally different new game. Or, Just, like, why didn't they make all of the games totally different games? You know, rather than I mean. rather than it just being, like, essentially the same game set in different time periods, why not just make each game, you know, about assassins in that time period, but yeah. not have them be, like, tied to some futuristic organization yeah. bullshit? You know, like just here's here's an assassin. Here here's like assassins and, in the Viking it, era. It, here's it's assassin. not even like so much the overarching story that rubs me the wrong way as much as just the gameplay is the same damn thing. Yeah, but but I think and you're the, living the same fantasy. I think every I think the game. way that they justify that yeah. is via the fact that yeah. it's it's the same the organization. Yeah. Blah blah blah. You know, like, so if they remove that crutch, they'd have to make different games yeah. essentially, and that's yeah. what I'm trying to get at. Yeah, I, it just Ubisoft to me, it, it really, it's one of those feels bad man moments. Because at, at the beginning of this gen, yeah, I really thought I was like Ubisoft may end up being like one of the biggest publishers this gen. Yeah, like, that's what I thought too. And, and they were firing on all cylinders. Uh, yeah, and the way they're going out is just like they're limping. They're, the next they're joining like EA and Activision. And yeah. like the, I, it's sad. Like I don't know if I should be watching your conference anymore and this because is I'm, I'm that bored. Like, this is what I'm, well, I mean, if EA, I mean, WB is getting completely out. Yeah. Um, EA, Activision, you know, like the biggest publishers, all of them, yeah. are, are barely putting out any games. Well, that's what I'm saying. Are they even big all publishers sequels. anymore? Like, they're all sequels. Are they all going to end up going the way of Konami? Yeah. Or like, they're just like, well, can't do this anymore. Yeah, Konami got much. out. You know, I mean, everywhere you look, it's just like, Bad news. Yeah. For, for 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 the big companies. For the big companies. And that's why, like, to me, like, you look at a company like Devolver, who's literally just so confident in what they're doing, and they're finding so much success by being different. Yeah. And you can tell they're proud. Like, we're an effing video game company, man. You know, like, and they're proud of it. Whereas yeah. these other companies, just, I, I, I don't know, like. It's 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 weird. It's definitely weird, and it, I, it's gotten too corporate. I do hope it gets sorted, but I don't know. Like it's just going the same way as Hollywood. Yeah. You know? Like yeah. Where where they've sort of become too big for their own good. Yeah. And yeah. there's just trouble. Yeah. There's, yeah. There's a lot of trouble. We'll see what happens. Um. So here's a really interesting story. After a long, long, long time, Marty O'Donnell. So the the Halo composer was at Bungie for a long time did the music originally for destiny and then got fired and famously sued Bungie and and won interestingly enough finally spoke out he must have been under an NDA for a long time or something yeah. as part of the lawsuit 
But he said that right from the get-go, uh, the Bungie-Activision relationship was absolutely terrible. He said mm-hmm. from the beginning it was constant, like, backstabbing. And, uh, you know, and he famously warned against it and tried to tell yeah. Bungie, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. And here was the really, really interesting part to me. And I can't believe Marty said this. That with Destiny, Bungie had it down to between signing with Activision and going back to Microsoft. <laughs> and and Microsoft uh, said, you know, we'll, we'll take you, not not buying, but publishing. Well, And Microsoft yeah. said, look, literally the deal was ready. All but Microsoft insisted, and this was guess who this was by the Don way? Matrick. Don That's, Matrick. This is literally said, what I was just about to say. Said, was this the Don Matrick era? We, we yes, we you know we need to own the Destiny IP, and that is why. Oh my God. You know, Bungie. Bungie was like the first big developer that that was was. That, remember when Bungie left? Think of how far back Don Matrick set Microsoft in the Xbox. <laughs> More than 30 years. Uh, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> they they sent right, them back to the Atari. Right game. back to the to the very first peg. I mean, <laughs> pretty much. Oh, my God. So, you know, Microsoft said, you know, sure, we'll fund you everything. We yeah. just need to own the IP. And when you think of Bungie, independence has always been big for them. And they said, no, we need to own the IP. So they sold their soul to the devil with Activision, which Marty was saying, you know, like, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. And uh, it turned out really badly. Bungie and Activision never trust. He went on to really, like, he's like, we never trusted each other. Yeah. Part of my lawsuit was all because of things that Activision did. Bungie had to pay me millions because of what Activision forced them. He didn't sound salty in the interview. He really yeah. didn't. He was just like, matter of fact. And, uh, it was just interesting to hear. He's like, none of this was any surprise. So they've split now. Like, is that really a surprise? And uh, I th- he said their very first meeting, like after they signed the deal, like a bunch of the executives got together and they were having like dinner, like a celebration dinner. Mm-hmm. So it was Activision execs and Bungie execs. And uh, Marty said he made an analogy of it's something, it's something about a goose. If you feed the goose... You know, if you take care of the goose, it's going to lay you golden eggs. Yeah. Something like that. So it's kind of like if you take care of us, you know, we're going to take care of you. You know, and he said that the Activision execs all started laughing. And and, and, and the one exec said, well, you're going to give us an egg either way. Oh. And, and then he, Marty said from that moment, that was like their it, first like You thing. knew exactly. Well, like, it was just, a, it was a, it was like, like. They didn't care about the quality. Yeah. Just give us, give us the product. Yeah. That's all we Jeez. want. Like, don't care. You know. Yeah. So I, that was a really interesting story. Um, wouldn't it be fun to go to a, like a alternate dimension yeah. where Peter Moore never left, <laughs> just to see like what Xbox One would have well, been. That, and I guess that was my my question that I, I didn't haven't quite pondered it yet. But now that we're here, how do you think this generation would have gone differently had Microsoft? Had Destiny been an Xbox and PC exclusive? Yeah. yeah. If Microsoft published, God, can you imagine? It might I mean, be drastically different. I, I just wonder. I wonder. Would what, Destiny have succeeded? As I much? wonder I what don't know. everything would have looked like if Peter Morgan stayed. Yeah. I mean, I mean, when you, it's just amazing because coming out of the 360 generation, I mean, Microsoft had created it was sitting pretty. Yeah, I mean, like. Technically, Sony tied them at the end. Yeah. Like Sony caught up and tied. Yeah. But really, from like a mental standpoint, Microsoft was actually just 
a little bit ahead. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, definitely. They won know, that, Jen, in my mind. Yeah. I mean, so it's just what what could have been if yeah. the same guys yeah. that, that worked, you know, on that, you know, really got to carry through. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just... Imagine, imagine the Xbox One launching, and I, I do wonder if Destiny would have been, you know, as successful if it was only on Microsoft platforms. I, I, I don't know, but mm-hmm. yeah, good old Don Matrick, baby. <laughs> that guy. I truly hope. I, I'm, I, I hate to say this. It sounds so mean, but I truly hope that guy burns in hell. <laughs> <laughs> he, he deserves it every, uh. every bit. It's just uh, amazing that he got another job right right after. Well, he drove that company into the ground too. Well, oh, that's who, true. Who, who was, was that with again? Zingo. Yeah, and they're in the toilet. Yeah, and they were like they're almost they're like, and they were like they were like a big deal. They when were he the took biggest. Over. Yeah, and they were on they were a mobile a mobile game. Now where is where, he? And mobile games have done nothing but explode. He seemed to. <laughs> they were number one on the biggest rising roller coaster in the gaming yeah. industry, and they. <laughs> Didn't it disappear? Didn't he like when he talked about Xbox? Didn't he almost talk like with contempt about gaming? I like he was so stupid. He he almost. I'm not even gonna be nice. Like that guy was so dumb. I, I, do you remember the first E3 presentation where they unveiled the Xbox One? It was all all the focus was on like apps. Yeah, and, and, it seemed to be on everything but gaming. Oh yeah, like, he, big like, time. He 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 honestly seemed to have contempt for gaming. Yeah, just in general. And then he goes to another gaming place. Pile drives that. <laughs> well, I wait, wait, wait. actually wait. Zynga, they 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 only make mobile games, right? As far as I know. Okay. I mean, they might make some so, Facebook games. So he games didn't go to a gaming company. Well, like in that, your right? mind. And still finish. <laughs> Even the though they own the largest share of the game. That's probably why yeah. he went there. He's like, oh, well, these aren't games. <laughs> uh, do you remember? I, I still think back. When I think through the Don Matrick years, how much money did he piss away <laughs> Forcing Remedy to make that stupid oh live action God. show yes. built into Quantum Break. Yes. Because they hired like big actors. Think of that, that what that game could have been if they weren't forced to. They must have spent at least $50 million. Screw around with all that show. crap. And then Microsoft pulled the. Well, Don, I should say. Yeah. Well, not really Don, but sort of Don, because Don was such an idiot <laughs> that it basically forced. You can't, you can't save it. Like, yeah, it, it basically for I mean Microsoft had no choice but to pull the plug. It, it was it was obvious, and it's obvious that Remedy felt strong enough about the potential of those ideas because that's what they turned control into. Yeah, and everybody loves control. Exactly. It it, it and it's like what if they what if they that? weren't wasting resources on the stupid TV part and just got to focus on when that. they rolled that out. They it sounded like Don Matrick believed that the future of Xbox. Was basically having like a Netflix competitor, yeah, like like te- Xbox Television, yeah, and that lasted for six months, yeah, Just terrible. terrible, absolutely terrible. terrible. So Ninja, everybody's maybe not favorite streamer. Uh, you know, everybody's been wondering where Ninja and Shred are gonna go since the mixer closure, and they got paid out buckets of cash. So Ninja did a test stream on YouTube. And he averaged over 100,000 viewers the entire time in his very first stream. So basically, he did a stream there without having any pre-established audience. Yeah. And he had 100,000 average viewers for the duration of his stream. And he was averaging between two and 10,000 on Mixer, which was wildly hyped. Yeah. 
That tells you how bad yeah. things were. It was pretty bad. But um, just think about that. Like now he's got all the millions for going to Mixer. Yeah. And he gets to go back and have like a real career on a real <laughs> streaming service and make tons of money that way too, you know? So yeah. like, I mean, he, he's winning on both sides. So here's the, the inside info that I've heard about this. And this is really interesting. So first, if you're interested in him, he's literally negotiating, negotiating with YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. Who's yeah. going to pay him the most or give him the best terms. I really think he's going to end up with YouTube. Uh-huh. I think this was kind of, this was a stream to like leverage everybody in negotiations. Like, look what you can have. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. look at this pandemonium that I'm about to cause. But um, here's an interesting bit of insider information that I heard. I heard that both Twitch and YouTube's new position because of both Mixer's, Mixer's closure and, you know, we don't know what happened with the Dr. Disrespect situation yet. But YouTube and Twitch have decided that they're no longer going to pay top dollar for streamers because they feel like that model is already dead, that it was done, we're not doing it anymore, we don't need to because we're we're the big boys, you know? Yeah. We don't need to do that anymore. Wait, who, who isn't going to pay? Twitch and YouTube apparently are taking that stance. Oh, so that, made, that, like, if you want to be successful, you have to be. Now here. Facebook is going to be like, well, forget you guys. Yeah. Maybe. And that, that's kind of where I'm going with this is like, is that position actually going to hold? Like, like, are they going to be able to say like, no, we're not going to pay you guys. Well, do you, so, I mean, if that's true, do you think that Microsoft is sort of like the reason why, like, like those money hats being gone? Well, yeah. I mean, like Microsoft was the catalyst of yeah. all those like exclusive signings. Yeah. And now that Microsoft's out of the game, they're like, oh, well. We don't need to do this anymore. I think that's kind of what they're trying to play it as. Yeah. Whether, and, and I think Facebook is just as much a money hat threat. Well, that's what I'm, that's what I'm thinking. It's like Facebook's probably going to be like, oh, well, you know, the main competitor that would drive this yeah. market as far as signing, you know, exclusive talent are out. You know, these yeah. other two are saying they're not going to do it at all. So, yeah. like, why wouldn't we, you know, like, yeah. just start signing more and more? Well, and, and, and I think I, I think it's a little... Sh- I'm not sure I quite buy into it. I think maybe they're both trying to take that position to try to save money in signing, you know, like Shroud and and Ninja because they're forgetting that they are, or they're ignoring the fact that they are each other's competition. You know, like, like, so if I'm Ninja, I'm going to, I'm going to, to Twitch and I'm saying, Hey, YouTube's going to, going to pay me this. Are you going to pay up? No. Okay. Well then I'm going to YouTube. Well, Whichever company takes that position is going to keep losing all mm-hmm. their talent. So I don't think that's going to hold for very long, but we'll see. This one is, this one really took me for a loop here. I was really shocked by this. HBO announced a new television series with Matt Reeves, the director of The Batman. A set in the same universe as the Batman takes place in Gotham and will focus on the police, actually. So it's not a Batman show. And I know, uh, I, I was expecting you to have a hot take of some type on this. So either they're really excited or really like, ah, I don't know. So what do you think? Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it's a nice idea, but, you know. Is it? Yeah, that's really the question, isn't it? Yeah. Um, 
we sort of know how these things have worked before. Like Marvel's been doing this forever, where like these spinoffs. Yeah, like oh well, you know, it's it's set in the same universe as the movies. Yeah, and you know, like it never works. Maybe once a season, they 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 say, oh well, such and such happened, and like that's it. Like yeah. that's the that's the totality. They reference. Yeah, like literally, you don't need to watch either or yeah. to understand, you know, either yeah. one. Like all the Marvel Netflix yeah, series and, that got canned, and, and, and they throw in like forgotten. one bone. You know, to remind you that, hey, these are in the same universe. You know, like, yeah, is that what it's going to be? Well, and, Matt Reeves is directly involved. And, and you know, you know my, you and know, it's HBO. you know my feelings that Batman should be the new Game of Thrones on HBO. Well, that's with, what that's what I was saying is like, with, I knew you wanted that. With so. a weekly series with actual Batman, with, with an actual production budget equaling the Batman movie. Yeah. You know, like that's what needs to happen. People would tune into that. Well, here's here's the other really interesting, and I, I hate to get too political here because I don't think they're going to go down this path, but they might. Um, police aren't the most popular topic right now. That's true. And here's HBO announcing a police-focused well, television series. Well, it depends on but how it they do it. It actually works. It actually works for them. Right, that's what I mean. It depends on how they do it. Because in the comics, Gotham police are all, are always corrupt. yes, they're they're always corrupt. Well, I heard that they want to focus on because it's Matt Reeves, the director yeah. of the movie. He wants to focus on like the detective work. Yeah. You know, um, my thought on this too, though, was that when I first heard that you know the Watchmen series had a lot to do with uh, race and the police and stuff, I was like, oh my god, this is gonna be. Uh, yeah. uh, tornado of, of a disaster and they did an amazing job with it yeah. they did really good yep so i i don't know i i, I truly don't know i i can't say that the concept has me excited at all no um i, I don't know who this is really aimed at you know because like any batman fan's gonna see this and be like this isn't batman well i you wonder know, like you're just gonna feel that feeling of disappointment yeah i wonder well but they you know they have done entire comics like you know, series. I've heard that uh, on the Gotham Police yeah. multiple times. Didn't Ed like, Brubaker write one of them? Uh, maybe. I think uh, so. Um, you know, like I'm trying to remember. Streets of Gotham was one of them. Yeah, but I think they, that's it. They did have one called GCPD. Yeah, Gotham City Police Department. Um, that that focused purely, you yeah, know, just on the cops of the city. Yeah. Um, so you know, it's it's something that they've done in the comics before, yeah. and it's been somewhat popular you know yeah. obviously it's not batman but right right um well that's kind of where that's kind of where i that's what i mean like this feels like a half step well and, and there's a scene in breaking bad where one of the characters explains how uh, there came a point in his career yeah. where he said no more half steps you always take the whole step well you know like he, he tells it so great if you but, think of that old gotham show that was that was just about the Gotham Police Department. Yeah, yeah, and well, that's what some I saw some people also saying again. Didn't they just do this? Yeah. Not HBO, but, but this is I, I I do get the feeling like this is probably gonna be a higher quality. Oh, for HBO sure. for sure. And B, it, it's probably gonna be a little bit more tightly connected. Like I won't be surprised if if they sort of show maybe like a scene yeah. from the movie yeah, and maybe you see it from a different perspective. Yeah. Like, you know, like yeah. they do stuff like that yeah. to really the kind of The fact that the movie together. director is involved in a series yeah. shows they'll probably be able to tie it together a little better. Yeah. So, 
you know, the fact that it's higher quality alone. Yeah. The budget. Yeah, HBO yeah. doesn't really yeah, fire very they're, often. They're not gonna they're not gonna cheap out on I've heard price. that HBO is really trying to tap into DC. Yeah. That that's something that's that they see as like we kinda wanna become the DC. Well, and I think it's stu- I think it's stupid for them to like you look at all those cheap DC shows. I love them. And and yeah, millions upon millions of people watch like all of them. <laughs> I don't know why. And I remember you sent me, I think it was that scene with that goddamn shark oh God. from The Flash. Yeah. And I was like, I'm never watching this show, yeah. ever. I, I cannot watch it. I mean, go watch Supergirl if you really want corny stuff. Um, <laughs> By the way, this is another episode where my brow is becoming more and more but I feel like Helen I feel like HBO looks at it and they're like, well, wait a minute. Like, people love this stuff and it looks yeah. like crap. Why aren't we doing it? Why aren't we doing slightly yeah. better? And then yeah. people can love it on our network. Or, yeah. Or, you know, like we're, we're doing it for other networks at this point. Well, on Batman, they're probably looking at it and going, okay, the Batman's going to be a hot property. Yeah. You know, we'll see. The Batman should be a hot property on HBO. <laughs> so here is a really interesting topic. The United States government says it's considering banning... Chinese apps, including TikTok, because it is, you know, what they're saying, basically, spyware. I guess let's start. Let's start with that because there's a second piece to this. But I I have a take on this that might be similar to your take. But what do you think the what do do you think the chances are that this happens? Because everybody seems to think this inevitably going to happen. I don't think so. It, there, but, you know, it's kind of funny that there does seem to be an like an air of inevitability. That's about happening. It. It's dead. It's dead. But at the same time, as I think about it, I'm like, I don't really see how it could. Happen. There's no precedent for this. Like, it would be so yeah. drastic. I mean, it's it's not legal. That's that's what. I, well, well, well. That yeah. You you can make a legal case for anything. That's true. But I can't ever recall the United States government banning something like yeah. that. Yeah. Well, and and the thing is is I can't think of something it's software versus like hardware. And yeah. I can't think of any and it's consumer. And again, yeah, how would they do it? It's consumer software and I, I don't know. I, I don't think there's really a big track record of of you know, and what I mean, what's the spying that's going on? Is it is it just stealing oh, their information, sending Chinese it back. Chinese company. Uh, what's what's the name of the company that owns TikTok? Musically or whatever. Or, no, no, they, that's um, where they were before. ByteDance. Whatever the hell their name is. So it, so this leads into my take. But but what they're what is be, they're saying is you know they're taking all of your data. This comp this Chinese company. Yeah. And they're literally turning it over to the Chinese Communist Party, which. Is de- I'm sure it's happening. Yeah, I'm sure. But here, here, here's my take. And this is, I saw a meme about this, which I'm glad somebody else brought up this point. If you own a smartphone, somebody is stealing your data. It's just yeah. a fact. Yeah. And and so so it's I, the meme that I saw was like, remember guys, buy American. Let make sure that it's companies like Facebook who are stealing your data and yeah. selling it, and but not, you know, not China. I really hate that. Like, what aboutism? Like. What do you mean? Well, they're like, well, what about Facebook? You know, it's uh, like, well, what I'm saying is it's inevitable. Facebook is a company that we could shut down tomorrow if we had to. Well, like, what I'm nobody is, is though, shutting like, down the Communist Party tomorrow. Right, right. That's what I'm saying is like, you know, but even if Facebook was shut down tomorrow, somebody else is yeah, doing it. Somebody I mean, else is but doing it's it. Not, somebody else that, is doing that it. That meme, you know, it propagates a very 
a very dangerous um, and false uh, equivalency. I didn't. I don't look at it like that. I you look, can't compare Facebook to the Chinese Communist Party. Well, it's well, not even well, close. I look at it as like they're bringing. Like if you think, if you just heard that you know TikTok is is stealing your data, and that, yeah. if that's your first, um, it, it, it's like the witch hunt mentality. You know, like if the, if your first concern about your data being stolen is TikTok, yeah, it's like you better open your eyes because. If you own a smartphone, whether it's Google through YouTube, yeah. Facebook through Facebook, yeah. or one of the other 8 billion companies that's stealing, you know, not we call it stealing, collecting your data, because mm-hmm. most of us all sign off on it, but yep. use the terms of and conditions. To a certain extent. Well, Facebook obviously violated it. Yeah. But, <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like, yeah. almost... I've literally seen it. Like, check check well, this box. Like, well, we're going what about, to collect What your about data. like your credit your credit reports, which include data? Oh yeah. Which includes data beyond like financial. Fi- oh, of course. You know, and you never signed off on that. Right. Right. That's what and, I mean. Like, and that got that got hacked in millions of people. And that's that's what I'm getting at is like, you know, all of a sudden, you know, the but but at Congress the end of the day, is saying, well, look, it's China, it's China, yeah. it's China. Well, it's everybody. But that's that's where we're getting to the, where I'm saying it's a false equivalency because we could shut all those companies down tomorrow. I don't think you to. could. You can't shut down you can't. the Chinese Congress. You can't fund. because like you're saying, it, like you said, it's a consumer software. Yeah, but I mean... Facebook can just even as I move said their that, server even to as I say that, England. I mean, like people that make harmful malware, Yeah. like they, you can arrest them. Well, yeah, if it's truly yeah. So harmful. obviously there are limits. Like we we do have limits where we say, okay, if it's harmful, we can come for you. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I mean, that's, child pornography for yeah, example. and and or even even lesser things like ransomware. Yeah. Um. But we do have a precedent of okay, if you make something that's truly harmful yeah. to our society, we can come for you and we can arrest yeah. you. Yeah. We can shut you down. Well, my counter can't do that to the Chinese Communist Party, right? But my counter to that would be, again, you know, they're running around and they're screaming Chinese Chinese Communist Party. What is it that the Chinese Communist Party is doing with my me personally, my data? I don't know that has you so scared. Well, what's anybody doing with your data? That's that's what I mean. That's (laughs) what I'm. That's what I'm saying is like if you can point to something that truly scares me, then I'll say okay, I'm on board. Well, I mean, you you do have to remember that the Chinese Communist Party does sort of work. To undermine your entire. I am not way defending the Communist Party by any means. Yeah. I, I'm not, but um, you know, my we're pretty much yeah. on the same page in yeah. China's. But I'm just saying, but like, I just think you're screaming and pointing, and I'm like, well, tell me more. Yeah. What 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 are we concerned about? I just think that there there's there is a strange amount of defense in this country for uh, a, a genocidal dictatorship with a billion and a half people at its disposal. Yeah, like there is a strange amount of you know defense, you know, yeah, ran for them. Yeah, and I don't, I can't possibly understand it. I, I'm not defending them. By and I'm any not means. saying you are. I'm just saying I, I, in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I see that stuff online. Like, yeah. well, what about Facebook? And it's like, well, yeah, but what about the genocidal dictatorship? Yeah, you know, like that that does oppress people. And yeah, you know, like look, Hong look, Kong. Yeah, look what's happening. Or, or Xinjiang. Yeah, you know, I mean. It's, it's it's so insane yeah. that like well, how I, can you possibly I, say what about Facebook I, I when you look at what 
China does. I truly think it's a lack of awareness about what China yeah. does. I, I, I truly do not think that 90% of Americans have any clue about what Chinese life is like. Yeah. None. None. Well, I mean, zero. all they see is Tokyo, you know, the, the, the nice lights. Yeah. yeah. Well, Sh- Shanghai. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sorry. Yeah. Wrong country. That's a gas. That's a Joe Biden. <laughs> Edit that out. Um, Czechoslovakia. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I don't know. It's just something that's weird to me. I don't yeah. understand. Like, yeah. even the even Vox, and you know how Fox is. Like, yeah. They're, they're not exactly Trump supporters over there. Um, they went over there and like their entire video, because they went to Huawei to, to mm-hmm. interview them, like, mm-hmm. like, and ask them, like, are you guys working with the Chinese party? Mm-hmm. And basically they were actually allowed to film the Huawei employees, you know, bugging the room. Mm-hmm. They were able to film it. Yeah. Like that's how much they, the, you know, Huawei didn't care. Yeah. You know, like why why are people bugging the room yeah. that we're doing an interview in? You're like, yeah. Uh, what are you gonna do? Uh, it's yeah, our way of life. Like, when you see that coming from the Vox, yeah. Or is it just Vox? I don't know. It just it just really I makes you wonder. Like, Fox, like but... I mean, if it's that bad that even Vox is like, uh, you know. Well, it's just you know I had this is much different story. Employee of a company that I. Not gonna name the employee or the company. Yeah. But he was telling me that they've been watching, they've been installing tons of cameras, tons of cameras, and they're 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 going through and they're watching the employees on cameras like all the time, all of a sudden, and they're firing people left and right for what he what he considers to be like really like really you're gonna fire this person for that, you know? Yeah. And you know he's saying you know he really feels violated by it, he doesn't trust him. Yeah. And I, what I said to him though is like. What are you going to do? Like, either you keep coming to work for them or you don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you going to do? You know, yeah. like, at the, put your resume out there or you adjust to it. I mean, what choice do you have? You know? Exactly. Either leave, you're not forced to be there, or accept it and be uncomfortable with it. You know, I don't know what to tell you. But what do you think of all these companies, including Microsoft, by the way, suspending wow. Facebook ads? So they're not... They're no longer advertising on Facebook to try to turn up the heat on Facebook for their well many transgressions. Yeah, but I mean, there's a there's a real yeah, but to this. I mean, how oh, many how many of these companies, like for instance, Sony said, well, we're going to stop advertising, but we're only going to stop advertising. Well, in their thing, it says we're going to stop advertising for the month of July. Mm-hmm. Just like two weeks. Yeah. Well, I mean, they said this at like yeah. the end of June or yeah. something. But it's like, okay, well, you 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 sort of gave a time span there. Like, mm-hmm. it's not it's not we're gonna we're never Until gonna. They, yeah, yeah. It's it, it's it's we're just stopping for July. Yeah. And so you gotta start wondering. And I saw this on a YouTube video um, where they broke it down. Like, you know, were they intending to actually? advertise on there at that point anyway yeah. i mean really what are they what or, does sony have right now that they need to advertise for like they've got a new camera coming yeah i mean maybe like but they don't wouldn't really, advertise that much yeah like that's a very niche are they are group. they just trying to cash in goodwill when they weren't going to do anything anymore? i would i would take it this would be my rabbit hole that i just thought of while i'm sitting here Almost every company in the world right now is having, because of COVID, having to slash budget. Exactly. 
So Sony says, or any company with any smart marketing department yep. in 2020 at least says, okay, well, we saved $3 million by not advertising on Facebook and we can buy some positive PR by saying that it's in opposition to I their mean, oppressive... Yeah, I mean, look whatever. at Mi- I mean, Microsoft, how, how can they possibly claim like any moral victory here? Because on the one hand, they're saying, okay, we're not advertising with them. But on the other hand, we're working with them with... Yeah, we do. With, yeah. You know, we <laughs> right, just reached right, an right, agreement right. with them like the week before. Yeah. You and, know, and xCloud is now partnered yeah, with them. Like, like a, Yeah, a major, major business yeah. agreement. Yeah. That completely dwarfs probably any advertising yeah. that they could possibly hope yeah. to do. So, I mean, when you get down to it, how much of it's real and how much of it's... Like, you know, yeah. Ben and Jerry's is doing this. Yeah. I believe Ben and Jerry's well, ben is and doing Jerry's it because... Well, Ben and Jerry's has been taking political stances for 50 exactly. years. Exactly. So, I, when, when Ben and Jerry's does it, I believe Ben and Jerry's is doing it because they, they actually stand believe yeah. what they're doing. Yeah. When when Sony and Microsoft are doing it, I think they're just yeah. ca- cashing in. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that, was, that was the problem that I had with a lot of the companies that... Um, you know, jumped on, jumped into the George Floyd conversations. I felt oh, that a absolutely. lot of them were so were so disingenuous. Oh, absolutely. And, and you know, part of part of me wants to say, like, you know, ten years ago, I, I when it, if a company took a stance like that, it would have been very, very bold. Yeah. It would have been like, wow, like I'm really like whether I even even if I don't support what they were saying. Yeah. I'm not saying that I didn't in this case mm-hmm. for clarity. If they were taking a stance that I didn't agree with. If it was somewhat tolerable, at least, I'd say like, wow, good for them for taking a stance. Yeah. You know, nowadays it, it's all calculation and it, and it's all marketing and advertising, and it, it just yeah. it comes off as so phony and it, and it detracts but, from the actual you know, conversation. I feel I, like. I, I, at the same token, though, like look at look at Nintendo. Yeah. Nintendo didn't say. Yeah. And really, why why? Should they have? I mean, well, there's a lot of touch to be getting. They probably don't even. But can okay. they show the United okay. States on a map? Can, yeah. can, if they go, honestly, your disdain for their products aside, <laughs> um, you know, they're a Japanese con- company. Like, yeah, basically, I mean, they do have Nintendo. They do have an, an American branch, yes. But I mean, let's face it, they're really a Japanese con- yeah. company through and through. Just yeah. now, like, yeah, like you. The American branch goes to Japan yeah. when they're going to talk about anything. Yeah, you know, like sure. they, And they have like an official Japanese get-together. They're a Japanese company. Yeah. I mean, there's no question they're yeah. Japanese. Yeah. First and, you know, like basically yeah. almost, almost exclusively. Microsoft is an American company. You know, so if they're not jumping on, you know, the George Floyd situation or Black Lives Matter. Or any situation like, in America. Should... should People have been like militant with them, and you saw it on Reset Era, basically. Yeah. And eventually, yeah. eventually, they did release a statement. Mm-hmm. But, but the thing is, is I, it was clearly just in response to the fact that like Reset Era was, was getting militant yeah. with them, yeah. and, and like how can you how can you crucify them for being phony when people are coming and harassing them, demanding over something response. really they yeah. have nothing to do yeah. with? You know, like. And that's the point. Like, you can't complain about people being phony when the other side is being so damn militant about yeah. it. Yeah. You know, like, it's it's fear. I mean, I, I, looked, I looked at, like, again, like, the one that, that really rubbed me the wrong way the most was when Activision announced that 
okay, we're going to make sure that uh, racist names are no longer allowed in Call of Duty. Oh, yeah. and, and, and it's like, are you kidding me? Like, yeah. like you allowed it for 20 years, and now something happens, and yeah. you're like, oh, here's what we're going to do. Like, yeah. like that, what a joke. Like, yeah. what you were saying is not, it holds no salt with me. It, yeah, it doesn't even make sense. It doesn't even make sense. Like, why, why was that tolerated in the first That's place? That's what I'm like, saying. Like, it, it doesn't make sense. No. It, and, and it really, I mean, it truly doesn't make sense because it, it creates a toxic community, which is, yeah. which hurts the actual yes. core of the business. It just, it's, yeah, that, that, that's so weird. I, I don't I just, know. That's what I mean. So, and then they, and then they come out and issue a statement of, you know, while well, we stand in solidarity, it's like, well, no, you haven't. I mean, were they just, I don't even know. Like, it, it doesn't even make like, sense. Like, you, you couldn't do the most basic of things to help anybody feel. Because it's not just, it's not just, you know, racist terms towards one group. It's right, there's, it's rampant. It's oh, everywhere. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so it's like you couldn't you couldn't show the even the and, most basic form of like I mean it, it is weird because that, it was such a standing against harassment in any way such a give me like it's such an easy thing yeah that's what I mean like it's and it's an algorithm that filters out and I mean there there was there was a lot of them but it wasn't like they were the majority they weren't even close to the majority like of those like usernames and yeah stuff? there's one in like every lobby but it's yeah. not the majority no. So like, but it, it is rampant. It wouldn't have Too like, rampant. it wouldn't have like a, a hit to your bottom line, which is why I don't understand why it didn't happen you before. Don't, and the thing is, you don't like. I know this is kind of taking the, you know, some people will say, well, they should be perma banned or whatever. But you don't need to perma ban. You just say you can't use this name. Yeah. You can sure you can still exactly. buy the game. Sure you can still play. Exactly. You just can't use this. Exactly. And then period. Then they get easy win. They they win. Yeah, because. Like obviously, it's a decent thing to do. Obviously, like obviously, the person that did that isn't on that game just so you can see their username. They actually want to play the game, right? But they also want to, you know, provoke laugh, people, yeah, or, laugh or, at, or harass yeah, people, or laugh at piss people, people by pissing them off, yeah, troll them, yeah. Um, but depending on the actual user, but if it you, can if, be truly hurtful. If, if you just remove that aspect, they're still going to come and play your game. They're still, right. gonna, you know, like they're still going to give you. They're the not going to say, "Oh, I'm not playing Call of Duty anymore." Yeah, yeah. Of course, so, they're going like, to play. That's why, top to bottom, I have no idea why that didn't happen. Yeah, sooner. doesn't make sense. Are you ready for Godspeed stories? Yeah, let's hit it. Godspeed stories, ninety-nine. That's a weird one. Yeah, that was a weird one. We got a broken, broken wild Bill soda oh, mug. Oh God! Oh, I want to read this that, first. That one. we bang with a with a battery. It should be <laughs> Literally, that is, that's why we need to do this show live because it's so great. Astro City Mini has been announced by Sega. Great fucking name, by the way. Uh, terrible marketing. We've talked about Devolver's great marketing. Here is awful marketing. A product called Astro City Mini was announced by Sega. It's a tiny handheld arcade cabinet. Literally a handheld arcade cabinet. It costs $120. And I wrote on the agenda, what a hunk of shit. Like, what is this? Why would you... You can't have a handheld arcade cabinet. Yeah. And you can't charge $120. No. And what the hell is an Astro City... 
Like, what is an Astro City? Never I, even heard of such a thing. I have no idea. Who, like this, who this, is this for? This entire situation is just, like, it's, it's too hot in this room to possibly even comprehend what. It, this is so sad. Is this a fever dream? I, I don't know. Um, Halo 3 hits M- MCC on PC on July 11, on July 1, 14. not me. <laughs> I should have done 117. Yeah, that's what, I thought that's what you are no. going for. I was like, uh, oh. I don't, I'm not sure the next one was done on purpose either. Um, they should do that for marketing, like July one one seven, July one one seven, November one one seven. But they're gonna they're gonna launch it on the fourteenth, right? So they should have held it back yeah. three days. Well, then. I'm saying Halo Infinite could launch uh, like uh, November seventh. Yes, one one seven. Yes, call Best, me Phil. Master Chief Hire Day. Me. Hire Jeez. me. How have they not done this? Yet? Hire God. me. Uh, I, I am pretty happy what they've been doing Master Chief Collection on PC, so keep it up, 343. Donkey Kong Country come, is, came to Switch Online, so if you're... I can't read that. <laughs> That's it. Have you played it? Have you played it? Um, not Are yet. you going to play it? I am, I am super excited to play it, though. Super excited. Um, no, I haven't played it yet, though. Uh, I, you know, I wish two and three would come out because I, I I played through one so many times yeah. through the years. Like I'd rather play two or three. I think. Um, Valorant debuts at uh, debuts a ninety five dollar skin pack containing four skins. Is this the twenty dollar horse armor of the twenty first century but, or whatever? Did you see these skins? No. Cool skins, but. They better be really okay, cool. Okay, but that's what I'm saying. Like for the price of more than and, a and game. And I like Valorant, and and I'm all for developer freedom. But ninety five dollars for some skins? That's like a game and a half, if not more. More. I mean, you can buy like literally fifteen indie games with ninety five dollars. Yeah. yeah. And the, the, here's the best part about the skins. So they're dragons, and they're like living dragons. It looks like. Yeah. And the trigger is literally where. Insert, you know what though? Insert thought here would go. You know, you know what so. though? It's actually a brilliant idea. And I was thinking about this the other day. It's actually a brilliant idea. The ninety-five dollar part. Yeah, because hardcore gamers. Do you think it, it's like buying the? They 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 love the exclusivity. The Porsche. Yeah, yeah, they they love the right. they love the exclusivity. Right. So they're gonna. I mean, this is gonna sell. Yeah, it's gonna sell. At the very first stream of Valorant that I pulled up, not. I wasn't looking for this. I just I happened to be on like the day or the next day looking at streams. Yeah, dude had it. Yep. It, it, it is a and that's exactly why skin sells. It's a status. Symbol. Exactly. It's like it's you're easy. It's, status. it's like you're driving the you know whatever yep. sports car you you wanna. It's yep. it's eating. Like and yeah, it's really showy because everybody knows it's crazy. Yeah. But. It's also, crazy. it's also very attainable for yeah. people. So it's it's crazy, yeah. but attainable. Right. So it's going. It's like when that car passes you on the highway. Honestly, and you're like, oh, honestly, man. brilliant idea. It's going to be copied a lot. So just get ready for it. Devil May Cry Mobile is confirmed for release this fall. How soon are you pre-ordering this for every mobile device that you own? Oh God, I can't imagine what this would <laughs> would would possibly be like on a, um, on a mobile device. Uh, um, Doom composer Mick. Gordon is doing a horror game soundtrack next. Uh, do so you know psyched. what? Do you know what game? No, he isn't sad. I'm just so psyched. Could it be because Silent Hill? Not only is he, it could be hypothetically, 
But the, but the Silent Hill composer. Well, he's I'm, doing I'm another. Sure it's gonna be a Japanese. He's guy. doing another game though. The yeah. Silent Hill, actual Silent Hill composer, is because he's pretty renowned himself. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's actually like legendary. I just love everything Mick Gordon's done. I love, and to hear he's doing a horror game pretty much makes it like an auto purchase. I'm just me. trying to think what what could it be like? Could it be an unannounced game. Um, what's that? Bethesda. A horror game. The Evil Within. Evil Within. They're doing um, what's that game? To- what's that game? The Tokyo. Oh, Tokyo. Um, Ghostwire. Yeah, Ghostwire Tokyo. Ghostwire Tokyo, that's what it is. Yeah, that's their next game. So, I don't think it's Evil Within. Hmm. Evil Within isn't that great to me. It's okay, but it's not that great. This I kind of hope they move on. This is the it. most exciting news. Nintendo, well, potentially. Nintendo renewed the Eternal Darkness trademark after recently abandoning it. On a scale of 0.01 to 100%, rate the chances that we ever see an Eternal Darkness game again. Point zero. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, you know what this has the feeling of? Like, first of all, why would they abandon it and then renew it? I think that happens a lot. But, well, but that's that's sort of my point is like. Like if somebody yelled at them If for you're not actually it, working on a new Eternal Darkness game. You wouldn't abandon it. You wouldn't abandon it in the first place. No. Like, there's no way you would abandon no. it. So it's clearly a case of. You know what I what I we actually care this much. What I actually suspect is what really transpired is they didn't realize that exactly. they were about that to abandon it. That was my guess too. And then they read it. They got the some ma- notice in the mail that they had abandoned. Well, it. Well, no, they probably us. read it yeah. on the forums. Like, that. Oh, oh, that's right, that thing. Yeah. Okay, like somebody go off to the. That, that's what I, like I can't believe that these companies don't have somebody who notifies <laughs> them. Hey, just so you know, all you know, your IP is about to expire. Yeah, they probably do. And he probably was fired. Problem. Who knows? Uh, Wal- Did I read this one? Yeah, I'll read this one. Walmart launches Amazon Prime competitor for $99 a year with same-day delivery. Walmart Plus. Trash. Is is the Plus name the most overused? I will tell you why it's trash. It's because Amazon Prime, whether you like it or not, it comes with a two-day delivery. Yeah. But Prime, that, that's never two days anymore. I know. Well, that's because of COVID, hypothetically. Yeah. But Prime Video, Twitch Prime subscriptions, yeah. a whole bunch of benefits. All Walmart is giving you is delivery. Yeah, and Walmart. And that's <laughs> um, But, you know, I will say this. It's um, good that before Amazon I, has somebody competing with them on that front. Yeah, but I mean, I heard, though, one of the benefits you get, well, two of the benefits. One is... You get like, to go to Walmart you get and like see reduced, cheeks hanging you get out reduced, pants. You get reduced gas. But here's the thing. I, we live here in the northeast of America... I've never seen a Walmart with a gas station. Neither have I. So like I, I, I have no idea where are these Walmarts with yeah, gas. There's probably like they, one. That you get like reduced prices on. Because yeah. I have never, like, I, I've been up and down this coast. I've never seen yeah, one. Yeah, me either, actually. Um, so I don't know where these exist. Two, they do have apparently where you can scan it with your phone. You can scan items as you walk around the store. I've heard that. And buy them like that and then walk out the door. Yeah. Now that is pretty cool. You know, I I'm surprised that more retailers haven't tried to get to that quickly with COVID. Yeah. Because you can well and you could hypothetically fire like a third of your customer service workforce. And I'm yeah. not advocating for this. Oh, I know. But I'm saying from a corporate cut cost standpoint, mm-hmm. we will need one third less cashiers if we just let these people yeah. all ring. They've already done it with the self checkouts. Yeah, I mean, at, at and our, then 
at Wegmans, like uh, they just did self checkout. Yeah. And now that's I see, the next step. Now I see all of like the cashiers because they still have a bunch of cashiers. Oh but yeah. Most of them are just standing there. Yeah. And like I just feel so bad because I'm like they're gonna cut your hours. Yeah. You guys are like they're gonna cut your hours until you leave. Or yeah. They're, or they're gonna fire you. But they they really you know, would rather you leave. I re- I got thinking today like. And it, it's been a problem, but I, I feel like it's going to get worse and worse and worse over the next 20, 30 years. Like, I feel like just in my personal life, like, so I didn't go to the, go to school to become an engineer or lawyer, or architect, yeah. you know, one of those fields where you're pretty much secure yeah, for, for the foreseeable future. And, and it's a, you're guaranteed a pretty <laughs> a de- a decent enough paying job. Yeah. Um, you know, if, but if I like, I thought about like, what if I hadn't become like a manager? Like, because there's plenty of people who aren't management material. They're yeah. not natural. Yeah. They don't like directing people. They don't like. There's tons, you know. And I'm not putting anybody down. We're all just different personality types. Yeah. And I'm like, so, but more and more of our jobs are service sector, service sector, mm-hmm. service sector. And I'm like, so if I wasn't a manager, like. Where would I be in my I life know. right now? I and, and I got, because I actually got thinking about it because I was looking at my own staff and thinking of where they're all going to go. And because a lot of them are younger, you know, like in, in their lives. That's what yeah. I was thinking about. Yeah. And uh, I was like, that kid's not going to be able to make a living. Like, mm. he's just not. He's, nope. He's not. And what's he going to, unless he goes to, you know, and becomes a, I don't know, roofer or something, yeah. where, you know, like, like a, a trade where yeah i don't know you can make a lot of do yeah yeah but like i just i don't know i was really thinking about it like yeah what are some of these people going to do because a lot of those service sector jobs are going to go away by automation yeah well it's funny you i mean it's funny that we ended on walmart because I, i drove today you know i went hiking and um i drove by a walmart truck and on the back of the Walmart truck, it says, we're hiring. Yeah. You know, we, we want drivers. And I, I actually said out loud, you know, I turned and I said, yeah, they want you for the next 10 years before the automation comes and then they're going to fire you. Yeah. Like, you know, it's not before a the drones. It's, take it's over. not like a career. It can't be yeah. a career because. Automation those trucking is, is companies, right here. It's right behind Not only us. that, but those trucking companies blow through employees like freaking yeah. pancakes. So I was like, you know, you can take this job and yeah, you're, you're, you're okay for a few days. But yeah, if you need a job, automation for, if you need coming. a job for a year or two, it gets you by. It might, yeah. might do you okay. You know? And you're, like you say, even if automation never arrives, like some people think like automation ain't going to come for driving for like 50 years. Yeah. At least if ever. Um, but even if automation doesn't come, the drones, yeah, the drones are coming. The jobs will be, will continue to funnel. Yeah. It's not saying, it's not like one day in 10 years, literally all truckers will be out of a job. It's yeah. the fact that they will continue, oh, yeah. the jobs will, will dwindle you know, and dwindle funny, and dwindle. I, I actually thought about that aspect too, about how. And not just truckers, a lot of careers. I actually, the, the thought crossed my mind about how they do it. And that's, that's how they do these things is, is they do it piece by piece, very yeah. slowly. Yeah. So that way there isn't enough people angry to really do anything about well, it. And that's just how think, they do Think things. about like the Wegmans thing that you just referenced. So let's say they got 30, 
30 checkout lanes 20 yeah. years 20 years ago. Yep. Well, a few years ago they they cut down to 26 and they added four self checkouts. Yep. Well, 10 years from now they'll be down to 20 and they'll add six more self checkouts. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a very dragged out process, but eventually it gets there. Yeah. And I got to say I am a huge part of the problem because I do I use the self checkout. It well there's certain things like you know as much of a problem as it is it's human nature uh, yeah you're gonna do well, what's most convenient you know for you. It's, it's it's kind of your funny. behavior is your it's behavior. kind of funny because when i'm with people that never worked a retail job yeah i.e never worked a register they're they're very scared of like self-checkout the first yeah. the yeah, first yeah. the first few times anyway yeah like because they just don't they don't get it yeah but me like when i yeah. see that self-checkout i'm like i'm going bang yeah. i'm there because like I, yeah. I know how this works. Well, and the thing is, is that you know a lot of a lot. Well, really and, and it's computers, service. so a lot of senior citizens right now. Oh yeah. Aren't computer savvy. Yeah. But they when our generation it. are the senior citizens, yeah. we're gonna our computer oh, savviness yeah. forget it. Plenty yeah. of time. So you know a lot of a lot of those yeah seniors so, go to the traditional cashier. Service sector jobs, you only have about thirty years left for sure. It's scary because once it's, we're seniors, it's game over. It's scary. It's scary. Scary. All right, we're ending the podcast on a really weird note, yeah, I guess. A little, a little bit of a downer. <laughs> yeah, well, just some dystopian future, I guess. We're another God mode unlocked. We'll come back 30 years and tell you if we're accurate. Yeah, we should, we should, we should like write some of these down. It's a time we, capsule. Yeah, time capsule. Well, as long as we don't let the website go down, it'll be up there forever. Yeah, that's yeah, true. I really want. I wish we had tons of money because I want to pay somebody to go listen to every episode. <laughs> I know. And then, like every time we make a prediction, like be, start a page with I gotta, all. I got to tell you, list. given the sound quality of the early episodes, that'd be a little brutal. <laughs> well, they're getting paid for it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I wish we had, you know. Oh, uh, especially the first couple, because I, I seem to recall we made like a bunch of predictions in the first few episodes. Oh yeah. We for the, I'd say for like the first ten or twenty, we made as many as possible. Yeah. I, I still, one of my favorite moments is still when you slowly, it was one of the first few opened a soda can <laughs> and it went on for like, it was like, not really a prediction, but <laughs> yeah. I, I really should just, I, I should have jumped, you know, try not to make I got to tell you that, that that's, that's the difference between being new yeah, yeah. versus experience. Just, no, you just do it now. No, I would just open that thing right yeah. up. Oh, well, it's the same thing with live <laughs> streaming, you know, like in the beginning I was scared to like drink. Or like eat anything yeah. on stream. Now I'm just like, yeah, gotta do it. It's <laughs> ram it in my mouth. I don't give it. Yeah, you know, um, there. I just watched a YouTube video. Of this this guy was actually my reviewing. brow is literally we're, he, we're at the point. He was reviewing a a, a, a a video of a review of himself, and in the video reviewing him, the girl was eating a sub yeah. while doing it. Like, and that's where it was. He's yeah. like, he's like, you know, just where it was. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, let's leave it on that. You know what else the guy was doing while he was watching his uh, review? What's that? He was watching the birds in the background. <laughs> Squeezing it in there. All it's right. It's never going to die. Uh, I don't know what we'll have next week, conference-wise. But the one after that, Xbox, maybe, think we'll get leaks this week? Wait, wait, before we end the show. I think we'll get leaks. Before we end the show, we, we really need to, we really, um, no, we're not going to. But before we end the show, we, we must... Um, once again, call kudos to, to Devolver because of that macho man, Randy Savage. <laughs> like, that is how in tune they are with this, with, with, with our people. 
Well, that battery's not coming back. I don't yeah, it's, it's dead anyway. <laughs> My drumstick. <laughs> I was, you know, it's funny. For the last like 15 minutes, I've actually been thinking about how we need to uh, like a better a better device with which to bang this with than a than a battery. And I was trying to think of what it's going to be. You get an actual gong. Yeah, I mean, when when the inevitable YouTube show ever arrives, we, we need something a little more appealing than a. Rayovac. No, they'll see that. Those are the, those are the memories, though. That when when we hit it big, they'll be like, "See, they started with a Wild Bill's <laughs> mug, <laughs> generic battery from 1981." Gotta do a rush check. I still on. can't believe that Wild Bill's soda does not sell so. I can't. I still can't believe that, that you paid thirty five dollars. I that. paid thirty five dollars for this thing and it rusted after one use. <laughs> What'd you put in there? Freaking water. <laughs> no, maybe I did put Mountain Dew. I don't Battery know. Acid. It was either water or Mountain Dew. I can't remember what, but I used it one time. That was it. All right. All right. We're done. Yeah. God Mode Unlocked episode 99 out. I don't know what the hell is coming next week. We're, we're, we'll be here. We're baked. We're for real. <laughs> if we're still fucking alive. <laughs> Global warming.